is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin, as always. And it's been a while, boys. It's uh, We took a little hiatus after the basketball season. Uh, there hasn't been a whole lot going on. Obviously, a lot of other sports for Michigan Athletics have played, but you know we wanted to take a little break here after the, the long hoops and football season and just crazy sports year in general. But, boys, it's good to be back here. How are you doing? It's good to be back. I uh, I had to remember how to like plug my microphone in and everything. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm here, and I'm glad you guys can hear me. I I just said it. I have literal dust on my microphone. So we need to start <laughs> doing this a little bit more, so we can uh, we we can't have that. Well, I'm glad I really downgraded my uh, my whole setup. I used to have that microphone set up just like you with the anchor, whatever, have it all yeah. set up. Take about 15 minutes to get set up. Now I just <laughs> Plug the headphones in an iPad, set the iPad up, takes about two <laughs> seconds. Much better experience for me. There you go. Whatever is easiest for you, Jack. We wouldn't want to inconvenience you to <laughs> talk to the people. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, there has been – it's been like there hasn't been a lot going on, but there still has been a lot going on. You know, they did have the weirdest spring football season of all time in Ann Arbor where, honestly – I don't even know if it happened outside of a few pictures and hype videos. Did spring football happen in, in Ann Arbor? I don't know. Um, they they could have let... just like, they could have just published videos from like three years ago. And I would have Nobody no idea. Percent. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have known. Um, I mean, that was the weirdest thing I thought. And I know it's like, that's Michigan's whole thing. They don't let people in blah, blah, blah. But like for them, I, and I know, you know, I saw on Twitter, and this is going back a few months now, but like Zach Shaw was pissed about it. I know a lot of other media members were very mad that they didn't have any access into the big house, specifically for the spring game, but also just for the whole spring season in general that they were practicing. And so it was just families there. We didn't get any insight into how well the quarterbacks did in that QB battle and all that stuff. So do you guys have any thoughts on just like, Tell me why, like, what is Jim Harbaugh hiding? Ohio State has, like, 50,000 fans at their spring season. MSU even had fans. You know, everybody else did. What is Jim Harbaugh hiding here? I don't think he wants anybody to know how uh, disappointing this season's going to be. <laughs> I think I think this is the first season for me in a long time where I'm going in with literally zero expectations. I'm excited to see who ends up at quarterback, and I'm excited to see Blake Corum play in the backfield. And that's really it. I don't really give a shit about wins and losses this year. I just want to see exciting playmakers. Can't be mad at that. And I mean, and tailgate. And tailgate. That's oh, most important. That's, that's most important. important for number sure. one. For sure. No, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm officially in the I'll believe it when I see it mode. So like I what is Jim Harbaugh hiding? Like I don't know. Maybe there's nobody out there. Maybe he like he's wearing a uniform at quarterback. <laughs> I, I have no idea. So I'm just gonna 
turn on my TV for Washington game and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, man, I, I feel the same. And honestly, I don't know the last time I didn't have at least a little bit of juice flowing. You know, I know it's June. It may, you know, by August, something may happen here. But even during the Rich Rod era and the Brady Hoke era, it felt like there was something going on. You know, we were on the brink or this was going to be the year, blah, 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 blah. You know, we've said that for two fucking decades at this point. But, <laughs> I mean, it just really is. I mean, I don't know if it's Jim or whoever. It's really worn on me and worn on all of us now that it's like you really can't even get yourself up for this team after everything that's gone on. So, I don't know. I mean, is that I, – I guess I want to hear you guys' thoughts too is like what could change that? Is it a win over Washington in week two? All of a sudden, are you bought back in? Or are you still thinking like, you know what? We all know that Thanksgiving weekend, we're going to lose to Ohio State still. So we might as well just not even get our hopes up even after a few wins and early in the season. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know. I'm really trying to go into the season as, as far as I can without getting excited. And that, and that sounds ridiculous, but I've been hurt too many times. I'm literally here just to have a good time tailgating and see a couple good plays. But I think I think Michigan – and I'm, I don't even want to talk about it. This is so ridiculous. To get myself excited, Michigan would have to literally go 10-0, I think, for, I, me to, I for me to be disappointed. Like, to, they have to go 10-0 to set me up, to have my heart broken the last two weeks of the season for me to be disappointed this year. I mean, I, I'm, I'm literally expecting nothing. They'll, they'll, like Kalen said, I'll have to believe it. To, I have to see it to believe it, and that's what will have to happen for me to even have any sort of expectations of excitement this year. I mean, that's so funny because that that's how demoralizing last year was. <laughs> that Jack is it, just like, I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> it <laughs> is hard if I don't get my hopes up. It is, though. And, and honestly, here's the, the crazy thing about that is even if they're 10-0 and or 11-0 and going into Ohio State, you know I they're going still, to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, what, what's the, what are, I mean, I don't think that's going to give me any confidence still going into no. into that game, right? So it's like, you know, at this point, you just, I'm starting to think like, dear God, is it ever going to happen? Are, are they ever going to beat Ohio State? Because then you watch, they, you know, Ohio State has a five-star QB in 2021, five-star QB in 2022. They're they're hosting the five star QB for 2023 now. It's like, all right, this is really fun for us, you know. I mean, basketball school, right? Like that's all <laughs> I have to say about that, really. See, I think like I've tried to take a step back a little bit, and so I like Ohio State is the Big Ten equivalent of like Clemson or Alabama. So like other teams in the ACC pretty much don't beat Clemson. And other teams in the SEC, I mean, besides a rare few here and there, like, don't beat Alabama. So, like, I'm kind of looking at Michigan like that. Like, hey, like, yeah, that's our rival, but, like, they're kind of on another level right now. So let's beat the guys we're supposed to beat. So I would be really pleased this year if Michigan beat Michigan State, Indiana, Maryland, like, and if they beat Washington, I'd be like, oh, wow, like that that's a big achievement, you know, yeah. and then just when it beat comes Michigan State, I agree. <laughs> we can't that. lose to Michigan State again. 
Like I, yeah, I can't I hear totally. that in my household again. Not another year. <laughs> no, it's, I it. mean, that's like, I agree with you, Kalen. I agree definitely with you, Jack. Like if you just beat Michigan state and by a lot, you kind of have to win it, win that Something. one convincingly in East. Is it in East Lansing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then you also, I think you have to like fucking go beat James Franklin it's going to be a night game at Penn State, though. They're not going to be favored in that game. Like, I don't know. You you also have to go back to Wisconsin. Like, it's that's the tough thing, Kalen, is like, you, this is not an easy schedule. You no, know, so like, they're obviously their backs are against the wall, but it's still like, they're going to play a lot of top 15 teams on the road here. And so, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, I, I did see this stat the other day that and this is on a complete tangent, but you you brought up Alabama. <laughs> 50, they, out of the last 55 games that Alabama has played, they've been favored in 54 of them. What's is the other that one? not insane? Joe Burrow at an LSU or something? Or Yeah, pro- it must have they been. They might not like even have been favored in that one. game or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's just that's insane. Why. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's it'll be interesting to see how that how all that plays out. But I I agree with with both of you. Honestly, I'm kind of excited about the tailgating aspect because I'm not gonna even be like trying to wrap up the tailgate to get into the game. I'm just gonna be like, dude, I don't give a fuck. So I'm just gonna stay out here and keep drinking. Dude, are we gonna have a TV out there? We gotta figure that I out. I mean, that's I think this is the year to have a TV so that yeah. I don't. Feel so we don't have to worry about it. it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That works. Let's do that. I'll start looking sure. around. We got to get Kalen's old. Ken, we got to get your old big old box TV, that 3D TV in your basement. Oh, yeah. dude, that thing was awesome. <laughs> Not actually a 3D TV. No, it, it just, just looked broken. like it because it had like the blue and red <laughs> fucking things. I'm convinced if I would have put on 3D glasses, it would have been. It would have been. It would have worked. Uh, well, all right. Well, enough talk. I mean, it is kind of depressing to talk about Michigan football. I, I haven't done it in a while. And we did it for a second. And now I'm just like, oh shit. Always puts me in a bad mood. I know. Oh, real quick before we move on though. Yeah. Um, a lot of Michigan football players were in the NFL draft and Ooh, a lot of, a lot of good feedback from their teams saying like, Hey, you know, Nico Collins, this guy's pretty legit. Quiddy pay. This guy's legit. Right. So I haven't heard anything about Jalen Mayfield, but I'm sure he's doing okay, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's, it's same old story, right? Guys went to Michigan. We maybe didn't see them, you know, perform at the highest level we expected to. And then they go to the NFL and you're like, holy shit, this guy's maybe like superstar. Yeah. I mean, Quiddy pay. How quickly did he rise in the draft rankings throughout this off season? I mean, he obviously was very good at Michigan, but it, I, I don't, he wasn't ever like, oh my God, you can't stop Quiddy Pay, right? And then all of a sudden he goes to the combine. He's the biggest freak in the draft, like all this stuff. And he goes, what did he end up going? Top 10? He went 19, I want to say. 19? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I mean, it still. was, uh, well, pro football focus, they had him, had him early on, right? Number one freak in college football, I think before the season started. And then he yeah. played, what, three or four games before he got hurt or, or stopped playing? So I mean, we never really got to see him do anything. I mean, he made some pretty crazy plays at times, but we never got to see him really go off, which yeah. I would have loved to see. But uh, he, I mean, he dude's 
happy for that guy. He deserves it more than anyone. Yeah, I mean, to your point, Kalen, though, at some point that's got to be a selling point to recruits, right? Like, you know, I know that Michigan's not winning, but you come to Michigan, you've got a pretty dang good chance if you start to to make it in the NFL at some point, right? Especially now with basically the entire Ravens staff at Michigan. Yeah, right. You're, exactly. It's like, why not? It's hard to compete with Ohio State when they're doing the same thing, if not better, and winning games. True. Yeah, I mean, Very true. Yeah, shut up, Jack. Sorry to, sorry to bring us back to reality here. <laughs> All right, all right, whatever. Um, all right, enough with the disappointment there. Let's go to somebody who was absolutely not a disappointment uh, and just the whole basketball team in general. Juwan Howard, I mean, still, is there a more beloved man in Ann Arbor than Juwan Howard right now? No, 100% no, there's not. No. And, and, I mean, the crazy thing is that I think as Michigan fans, we – take it a little bit for granted how lucky we were to go from John Beeline, who was one of the greatest men as well, and now go to straight to Juwan Howard and without really any hitch at all. And now, you know, they're still, they're bringing in this unbelievable recruiting class and he's probably going to do it again year after year. And, you know, it, it's, it's a disappointment to lose in the sweet 16 these days, right? Or elite eight. God, it's been a while. Sweet 16. I think so. No, it was Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Because lost yeah. to UCLA, then they won in the Final Four. Right. No, they didn't win in the Final Four. I don't know what the fuck happened. So long ago. So long, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like two months, three months. Um, but either way, that's like that's like the the you know the basement for Michigan basketball at this point. It's incredible. I love it. It's basically like making it to a New Year's Six game in football. Imagine if that was Michigan football's basement. Oh my God, we'd be, be on incredible. fucking cloud nine. Uh, anyway, so uh, we had so let's see. Franz Wagner going to the NBA, signed with an mm-hmm. agent. Isaiah Livers going to the NBA, signed with an agent. Sean D going to the NBA. Um, Eli coming back for his huge sixth year. That's awesome. Huge. huge. Um, and then Hunter just recently, kind of surprising, kind of out of the blue, but he had to do it before May 31st was that he declared, but he's keeping, you know, he's doing an NCAA, uh, certified agent. So he keeps his eligibility. So what are your thoughts on, I mean, all of that or what's, I, I guess two questions. What do you think Eli's, you know, how big is that for, for Michigan to get Eli back for a year? Um, with them, it would have to be, you know, a couple new guys coming in uh, and then uh, coming into the point guard and shooting guard position. And then how, you know, where do you stand on Hunter Dickinson? 50-50 coming back, 90-10 coming back. Is he gone? What do you guys think? Well, I think for Eli, I mean, you have so many young guys at the one and two guard coming in. I mean, Zeb Jackson from last year, he could use, you know, all the help he can get and the growth he can you know, everything you can learn from Eli being there for five years. You got Kobe Bufkin, uh, Frankie Collins. I'm sure I'm missing some other names. We got those two guys coming in as freshmen. Yeah. I mean, if, if Eli wasn't coming back, you wouldn't really have a veteran guy. I mean, you'd have um, that transfer from uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Devontae Jones. Jones. That sounds right. Okay. And then he's coming in. I mean, anytime you can have a veteran guy come back, and especially the way Eli's improved every single year. 
It, that's a huge move for Michigan, I think. And then as far as Hunter goes, I'd say 90-10 coming back. I mean, he'd, it would be idiotic for him not to test the NBA waters, go to the combine, get an evaluation, see what he needs to improve on, um, and then take that and come back. I mean, he's gotten, like you said, an agent that's certified by the NCAA, so he's not, like, risking any uh, eligibility or anything. I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. Smart move. He should do that, 100%. Yeah, I think Eli coming back is huge. Um, I don't. I guess I. I don't know enough about the roster off the top of my head. Is there any chance that would lead to like transfers or anything like that? I. I assume not. With Eli coming back. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No, I. Th- I don't think they will. What I was surprised there though was I thought that maybe Juwan would have faith in Zeb Jackson to step into that role, mm. but. Maybe maybe he's not ready yet, you know. With and so I thought Zeb would either get the sh- uh, shooting guard role or maybe just the point guard role. But then we got the Devonte Jones guy, so we'll probably it'll probably be Devonte Jones and uh, and Eli with with uh, Zeb rolling in there a little bit. Yeah, I think one more year for Eli, he actually should improve even more, and that would be great for his draft stock uh, next year. So. I think it's a smart move for him. And then for Hunter, I think it's it's a no-brainer to get that NCAA agent. And um, in terms of him coming back, I, I'm a little bit more like 75, 25. Because uh, just because you never know. I mean, he could go out there, get a really good grade. And then at that point, you know, money talks. If right. I can always come back to school. So I, I hope he comes back, obviously. But you never know. So. Yeah, I definitely can see it. I could see it happening. It sounded I I thought so. I can't remember if it was Jeff Goodman or who who said it, but they said that Hunter was grading out among teams that what he had heard was he would as a possible second rounder. I didn't think he would after this year be drafted just because he's so raw. He's obviously yeah. huge. He has a ton of talent and a ton of potential, but he had a left hand. That was, a, That's I it. mean, I, he, and he did really well with that left hand, but it really had, you know, you saw it as soon as people figured it out down the stretch that all they had to guard was his left hand. It was a lot easier. So I think to your guys point, you give him one more year in college and he develops a right hand, he develops a jump shot, maybe even steps out to the three pointer which I don't know if you guys saw it. I tweeted it out today. Yeah. He, he had it up. He had it on his Instagram story. He was just drilling NBA threes, like one after the other, like four in the, in the 10 seconds or whatever. It was really impressive. So, you know, I think if he does all that, then he now becomes not a second rounder. He's a lottery pick. He's a top five pick. hundred percent. Right? So I, I don't know. I think that benefits him, but I think the crazy thing is that nowadays, you know, the G league can provide that as well. Right. So, you know, I think it's different than before where it was like, if you don't, you know, get drafted after college, then you're going to get stuck in the G league and you're not going to pan out. Probably nowadays, the G league is so much better and they develop, they really focus on developing those guys. So maybe he goes that route. And and like you said, Kalen, maybe money talks and he's like, you know, however million do- however many million dollars he gets in that second round is good enough, and he wants to prove himself there. You, who, who knows? I mean, we we compared him to, or not so not so much compared him, but you know, we talk about guys like Luca Garza that stuck around and really developed and got better and better every year. I mean, you look at a guy like Hunter who's that big. I mean, 
He's definitely athletic. He's raw. He if he can if he can get a right hand and show that he can shoot the three, I mean, seven foot two guy, unstoppable around the rim, can go both ways, hit the deep shot. You know, he's athletic. I mean, like you said, he's a he's a lottery pick. I mean, he'd be unanimous All American oh, yeah. NCAA player of the year, you know. So right. I, I think I mean if he can really develop that over this next year and maybe maybe even takes another year and sticks around for a while like Luca Garza did in Iowa, I mean the dude's a no doubt first rounder. No oh, no doubt dude. top ten pick. If he can hit threes and become a little bit more athletic, <clears throat> just play that Stephen A thing talking about Kobe, right? There's nothing this guy can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, if he if he even he started to step out a little bit to that mid range and it opens up everything. So Mm -hmm. if you can just do that one or two times, it's not like you have to be a 40 percent free or three point shooter. You know, all you have to do is hit an occasional one. All of a sudden they got to guard you out there. Well, then that opens up the whole lane for you to go in. Right. Guess what? You're seven foot two and nobody can stop you. You know, so I agree with you. Um and also, you have to think about it. Like, even if you go to the G League, if you're Hunter Dickinson, are in the G League, are you getting better, somebody better to teach you about how to play in the post than Juwan Howard? I don't think you are. You might You've not. You've got be. a guy who who spent 20 years essentially in the NBA, like from playing and coaching. So, I I really I think that's a big thing for for a lot of these big guys, and it's going to be fun with Musa Diabate and Caleb oh. Houston coming in, like. If those Can't dudes wait. are sweet and, and you know, it seems like Michigan now hosts a new five-star recruit on a Zoom call or a visit, you know, all the time. It's like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I scroll Twitter all the time and Tifton Edits is on Twitter. He's like, posts like, oh, I've been talking to this guy. And he says, these people are recruiting. Uh, Michigan's always at the top. Literally, Michigan is the first team on there every single yeah. time on every five-star. <laughs> so I love it. It's fucking awesome basketball school i'm not mad about it dude it's i i it's a lot less stress too you can lose a basketball game and right we can be okay every time we lose a football game if You're we're fucked. like trying to be at season's the top, over yeah. season's over and and i'm devastated for weeks yeah. on it yeah so. all right so last topic here we're gonna make it quick uh by the way we're we're kind of gonna switch up the the podcast a little bit for all you listeners out there to little shorter segments so we can do them more often, touch on things as news breaks and things like that, uh, get you guys some feedback quicker in, in our reactions and stuff. So last thing, and we were kind of joking about this before we, we got on here, but it is not good for Jim Harbaugh in this football program that every single other sport sports program at Michigan <laughs> is like – Conference champion, national champion, you know, NCAA regionals, NCAA semifinals, final fours, all this stuff. It's like for a good, especially with these spring sports. And I know a lot of the fall sports actually went over to the spring this year because of COVID too. It felt like every couple days there was a new conference champ from Michigan (laughs) athletics. And it was just like, everyone's like, Oh, Jim, this is not good for you. I loved I loved all the the Michigan Twitter accounts that were changing it from like uh, basketball school to water polo school to gymnastics school. <laughs> like I mean, everybody else is literally succeeding at such a high level, and Michigan football is just like, you know, we're technically supposed to be a football school. It's like, what's going on? Right, we're but a field hockey school. 
Yeah, field I mean, field hockey, hockey made it to the national title and, and, and you know, lost in a heartbreaker to uh, North Carolina. I mean, everybody is doing so well. And it's almost like it's almost like great timing for them to do it, too, because they're getting recognition. They're almost getting recognition kind of as a joke because like Michigan football is so bad. And we're saying like field hockey school and whatever. But it's like bringing so much awareness to the talent of the other teams that, you know, Michigan has. And it's, it's, it's kind of awesome. It's like yeah, I, I the fact love that we can it, all right? joke about Michigan football being, you know, in a rough spot right now is, is a great thing. Great thing for yeah, my yeah. Uh, mental stability. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's good because like what when else would you watch Michigan gymnastics? Like That's never. <laughs> yeah. But like you hear about them and you're like, I need some good like Michigan athletic achievement in my life. So you watch some clips and you're like, holy shit, these guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah, those girls are talented, man. The uh, Liz Plocky, she was a member at OTF for a little while. Oh, really? They, they right. got a good program going over there. We went to a couple meets to support her. And I mean, they're they're no joke. They've been succeeding for a long time. Shouts out to Liz. That's right. Yeah, I mean. Term, Bev Plocky, I apologize. Liz yeah, Plocky. Shouts out to Bev. Bev Plocky. Say, I thought it was Bev. Bev Plocky. Sorry, they were both members, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's uh it it is cool to see. I think you know it, I think it's cool. I tr- I try you know I know we all try to give as much recognition to those guys and girls in the in the lesser televised sports you know to give them the recognition because you and I you know we all know they put in as much effort as as the football and basketball teams do. Um, so it's good to see them get some recognition, especially among uh, among Michigan, you know, Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts and all that stuff. Um, so it is cool to see. But it is like it's that awkward thing where everyone's like looking around like, all right, when is the you know, and I think it's <laughs> I think it happens. It happens probably within the student athletes, too. I have to assume that these gymnastic girls that are winning national championships, they're like. Why the fuck are they? Are we spending money on football? Who gives a shit? Right. Suck, you know. <laughs> I have to imagine that's happening, right? Oh, that's awesome. I hope so. I can. I. Funny story. So, like, my girlfriend swam at Eastern, and yeah. they won a lot of national titles for swimming. So she was always like, "Why the hell are we spending all this money on Eastern football? Because they're so bad." <laughs> so. It definitely I'm sure happens. It happens then. Yeah, I at some point, right? I feel like the football players are probably like walking around, uh, walking around campus like with their tail between their legs a little bit, don't you think? <laughs> and then the gymnastics team is like chest out, like puffed <laughs> up, you know. And all these other teams are just like, bro, you're in the football team. All right, get out of here. <laughs> this is a gymnastics party. Yeah, <laughs> football players not allowed. Oh my god, what a time! All right, uh, do you guys got anything to touch on? I know that was really quick, but I I felt like we touched on kind of everything we wanted to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this new setup. Shorter episodes, a little more often. It'll keep it, in, they're keep really in touch. They're trying to to hold me down. Honestly, these yeah, guys they're gonna get a muscle. I talk man. too much. 
which I do definitely do. Um, uh, Jack has ADHD issues, so he can't, uh, can't pay attention. He also has to go to bed at 6 PM every night. So yeah, it is past my bedtime guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know we're going to turn this podcast off and Rose going to go in the bathroom and talk to the mirror for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I you you should have said this. <laughs> Jacqueline is going to hate you guys. Cause now I just got to keep talking to her and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This guy won't shut What up. happened? I used to have my free time for an hour and a half here. What's going on? She's, yeah. she's hanging out with some guy in the living room you had no idea before. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, as, as uh, you know, it might be a slow summer still with news, but as uh, things come out, we'll still keep keep putting stuff out. and It'll be fun. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll we'll try to get ourselves excited about Michigan football as much as we can. Mainly just about tailgating. But yeah, we're we're a tailgating account. We're a tailgate, tailgating school. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Perfect, perfect. All right, well, you can follow us at BlueBy90 on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Facebook at BlueBy90 Podcast on YouTube as well. Um, we will see you guys all later. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.